Hello everyone, it's episode 62 of the General Damage Podcast. What's up y'all? How's it going? Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Will. And I'm Shane. Uh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. If we sound a little more tired than we are, kind of recording at a bit of a later time than usual, Shane's... Shh, that's new... a company secret. We are recording in the middle of the day, no one knows anything. Oh my god, calm down. <laughs> Shane got a new so, got a new job, so we're kind of uh, we've kind of shimmied around our schedule. Uh, so yeah, we're we. I'm gonna apologize in advance if I sound tired. I'm feeling drained this week. Uh, my last day for my current job is ending tomorrow, uh, which will be Thursday, June first. Um, Sweet so, salvation! Little, oh my god, little little like poppers going off over here in my world, and I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> god. Uh-huh. It'll be, it'll speaking, be of, <laughs> speaking of times, I mean, we could be recording 4 a.m. in London. Dude, we, we could. We, we could. Though I think out of everybody, I'm the only one still up about 4 a.m. Yeah, I can't be up at 4 a.m. I know. I, I have I, to be somewhere at 8.15 tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, totally, I totally feel you, mate. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... We want to talk about news, and there's there's news, but it also feels like there's a slow bit of news. Yeah, is yeah, and and most of that's because of E3 coming up. It's right, been I, a pretty chill week. Yeah, uh, it's been pretty light. Uh, like just uh, there are very few things that have been that have popped yeah. up for me on my radar. Asterisk to that, it's been very few on news and movies. Yeah. Because the other news app that I have on my phone blows up every fucking day. <laughs> and every fucking day I look at that thing going, oh, God. <laughs> that's that's never good. Yeah, well, what do you expect with this president? Oh, God. Dude, I, I like, yeah. I, I won't even look at that shit half yeah. the time anymore. Unless it's my like news app goes severity. off and I, I sigh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's depressing. Yeah, it's very depressing. <laughs> But yeah, it's been you know as far as far as the nerd nerdum goes with games and movies and other shit like that, it's uh, been slow. Yeah, there's some controversy happening. There's some other stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since you know if we're not gonna BS like we usually do, we could. But I really don't fucking care. <laughs> um, we don't. Do I want to get by this the book. Well, it, it goes. It works. It's it not a book that I'm looking at. It's a tablet and like an ancient tablet, one with paper. This is the paper sound. Whoa! Uh, he that didn't register on my sound. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> when I did the editing, I can't preserve that no matter how hard I try. Uh, yeah, so, no, right. it didn't preserve the sound, so fuck it. M- mine's uh, a notepad, no. so I feel you. Yeah, yeah, mine's just a notepad. I use an actual tablet. Oh, fuck off. Ooh, aren't we fancy? I have my Kindle right here, but I don't use it for that. I use it to to play Stardew Valley and read the wiki and find out what the fuck to do. I, Those I are all acceptable things for a Kindle. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is something I wanted to get into. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Zack Snyder, uh, who's made two of my favorite movies, 300 and Sin City, though... I can't watch Sin City ever again. Okay. Uh, I no, wasn't that he didn't do that? That was Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. So he's made he's made three hundred, and he did Dawn of the Dead, which I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So he's made one of my favorite movies, Three Hundred. 
Um, and I didn't like Sin City. I, I watched it recently, and I, it's, I stopped watching it just because, I don't know, it didn't feel the same, I guess. Fair. Yeah, so, Fair. whatever. Kind of like, you don't want to watch old childhood shows, no matter what people think about. Yeah. They won't be good. Um, we'll get to an old childhood show, maybe. But he's stepping down, Zack Snyder is stepping down from the Justice League movies and DC in general. And I think actually movie making for a good while. Oh, is he just feeling burnt? No. It's actually pretty, it, like, everyone can, like, you know, they hear this news, the people are going, yeah, because he's ruining it. Yes and no. No, he's stepping down because back in earlier this year, I want to say, I, I forgot, I I saw the news about it, and I think it was like maybe April or March. Mm-hmm. His daughter committed suicide. Oh my god! Yeah, fucking shit. Uh, that I mean, that's a good reason to step away. From, yeah, from what you're doing. Shit. Yeah. He decided it happened. He took time off to deal with it, to, uh-huh. to you know deal with it, and then he thought of like just throwing himself back into work, thinking to be cathartic. Yeah. But those types of movies are really hectic, and there's a lot going on, and all that stuff. So he's just he figure he has to step down. And his wife, who's also in the movie business, I think she's a uh, producer uh, mm-hmm. on Justice League, and I think she's a producer on um, Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deborah Snyder, I think that's her name. I need, I can't look it up at the moment. Yeah. Uh, she's also stepping down with him as well. I mean, I, I think that's smart for them. Like, yeah. You know, it, it, like, as much as you can throw yourself kind of into your work to kind of help cope with, with a, you know, something severe like that, there, there's a point where you do, like, as much as you feel you have dealt with it or taken care of it, it I mean, there's still a lot of baggage behind it. There's still oh, a yeah. lot of, oh, a yeah. lot of emotions that are raw. And I'm, I'm happy that, they're they're kind of stepping away to take care of something like that. That's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty devastating. Um, yeah. On anybody. Yeah, and my thought is like I don't think Zack Snyder ruined Justice League or, or the Batman v Superman movies. Yeah. I just didn't like his style that he was going with. Mm. Um, um, I don't like a moody Superman. I, I liked uh, he he did the he did the first set of of Batman movies correct the one with um what's his face that was Christopher Nolan that was it, it Nolan was okay. Nolan? yeah that's yeah. the Nolan Batman okay. trilogy I, yeah, right. that's the Nolan. I, 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 do, I do like him for three hundred three hundred is is definitely one of my favorite movies and I got yeah. to see with my mom and that was like fucking awesome yeah three hundred was good Sucker Punch was good in a cinemat in a cinematic way. I like Sucker Punch for like multiple reasons, so like I am that actually, one kind of sits as a guilty pleasure. I'm actually not a fan of Sucker Punch, but I will admit it is cool to look at. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool to look at. Um, and there's a thousand things they could have done different to make it ten times better, but they didn't. Mm. So yeah, and he did Watchmen as, as well. I was just, okay. I was actually about to bring that up. Gotcha. There was, that was the other movie that I liked because yeah. I knew there was Watchmen. I think was probably his real benchmark film. Yeah, I mean, he I, did yeah. a really good good job with it. Yeah, well, like one of the things I like about it is that he addressed a lot of things with the source material that mm-hmm. people liked, yeah. and then he made minor tweaks to things that he, per- particularly as a fan, didn't care for. Yeah, 
And, you know, I yeah. think that's good directing because he liked the material enough to really go, like, do a good job combing over it and picking the right scenes. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, if you've ever read Watchmen for anyone, or, read, yeah, if you've ever read the, the entire big book of the Watchmen, right? There's it's huge. There's a it, lot. Yeah, there's so much stuff they could have done. There's so many yeah. moments you can pick from, and it's really hard to, like, get a good feel for it. Um, yeah. But, you know, he did it great. His I think one of my favorite parts about the Watchmen is how they start off with um, uh, in the what's-his-name's house, uh, apartment. What a, a comedian. A comedian, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, and, the, and the way they direct the camera through the room. Uh, like, yeah, c- yeah. Cinematically, that movie's very, very good. And takes a lot of style notes from the comic book. It is very yeah. emulated of it. Sure, there's no giant interdimensional tentacle monster. Instead, it's a giant blast that is basically uh, Dr. Manhattan's power. But I think that's fine. And I, 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 I as you say, uh, said Jane, they, they picked out the right points. They kind of distilled it down to what the comic book, uh, what the graphic novel was going for without any of the excess. And you don't, the the movie doesn't lose focus and it doesn't and it flows well so i think they, I think yeah. they chose yeah. chose their their points right so yeah yeah i i like watchmen um mm. i know there's a three and a half hour cut of it yeah jesus uh-huh. i've actually watched that is it good oh, yeah. it is it's cool it's really it's really enduring though like sure because at some point you're like oh okay and we're gonna cut to this part and you're kind of like damn it are we there yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, see sure. the if you've seen the if you've seen the theatrical cut, you know where it ends. Yes. Yeah. And then it's just like there's a lot of good in between stuff that they. It's actually interesting because it's like wow he he did such a good job in three hours. I, I'm surprised they didn't just keep that as the theatrical cut. Yeah. This is a lot of cool yeah. shit. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually I have the actor who played the comedian on my shirt today. Nice. Wow. Nice. Uh, Je- Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he plays Negan now, Walking Dead, and I have a shirt that says Negan Sluggers <laughs> nice. um, on me right now. But yeah, so um, yeah, Watchmen's a great film, and Three Hundred's a great film. Sucker Punch is a great film to look at. I I and, like it, but yeah, you're right. And, needs, and I think the general improvement, <laughs> and I think the general consensus yeah. though is that Snyder's a pretty awesome director, and if you yeah. know, in many ways. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um. But again, I just I don't like what he did with Superman and and uh, Man, B, Batman versus Superman did bug me with a lot of stuff. There is a movie in there is a good movie in there. It's just muddled. Things got lost in the fray. Uh, but besides all that, I mean, re- hate what he has done or love it. Mm-hmm. This is a bad thing for him to go through. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is a horrible thing to go through. Yeah. Um, so, because I think she was only 20. God. It's, that's young. It's too young. Yeah, that's too young, so. But, yeah, so, that's one bit of news that sucks. This is old news that happened, like, I think last week, or, I, I want to talk about last last week on the podcast, and they didn't. Mm. But, yeah, um, and the interesting thing is, Josh Whedon is kind of stepping in to fill the role. Right. And, like, he's doing in there, he's not changing the style, because he can't, because it's kind of too late. Mm-hmm. But he's in there to finish stuff, and I don't know if he's going to do part two. Hell, I don't know if Affleck's going to stay on for part two at this point. I um, hope so, because if not, they're kind of boned. 
Well, to just give him the fucking director's seat for Batman. I know, right? Like that's all you have to. Yeah, that's all you have to do. I don't know why they're being asshats, mm. but so Josh Whedon's doing that, and he's also going to be directing Batgirl. Okay, which is which is coming. I think I want to say next year. I, I have no idea who's playing Batgirl or anything else. And uh. hell, I don't think they cast a Poison Ivy or a Selena Kyle for. Gotham Sirens, and it's coming out next February. <laughs> Jesus, we're gonna uh, get like four or five Batman m- movies next year. Uh, I think I think I talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, weeks yeah. Ago. You, you, yeah. you kind of gave us a rundown of what movies to expect. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of nuts, but so leading in from that news, which is not so great, mm-hmm. to some better news, um, Wonder Woman seems to be doing pretty good. Yeah, it's been getting a lot of good praise, which is good. Finally, F- fucking finally, yeah, they made a good movie. <laughs> yeah, God, the, there was a lot of like butthole clenching of like, let it be good, let it be good, please let it be good. All it has to do is be good, and then yeah. hopefully they go and and look at it and go, yes, this did well because of these things. Let's try and take some of those things. And run with it for the rest of our movies. Because God only knows they need fucking help. Yeah. Um, from what I know, it's it's probably going to be the first successful uh, female superhero movie. Because there's been others that have not done well. Have there been other Wonder Woman movies? Or No, no. I mean, um, other super there was female ele- superhero movies. There was an Electra there- movie. There was a Electra movie, oh, and then there was a then there was a Catwoman movie. God, yeah, the, man, there are reasons why I'm like, what other superhero female movies have there been? All oh, right, and they're just Super straight Girl. bad. Yeah, and Supergirl. Yeah, they just have been straight awful. Okay, yeah. that's why I don't remember. Well, them. I mean, Supergirl was a much older film, so I, I'm gonna, regardless. I mean, I'm gonna give it a there. little bit of like a push, like a a, a more of a fair point, like. The more recent ones, Electra was kind of hot garbage. I mean, to be fair, that that fucking Daredevil was also hot garbage. So yeah, just it's... beget something else. You know what's really weird? I liked yeah. the first Daredevil, and then I rewatched it like a few years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And I was <laughs> and I was just kind of like, hmm, really like Ben Affleck. Want to rip my eyes out because I'm watching this movie. You know, every time I see, uh, every time someone says Daredevil movie, I, I think of that one part where Bullseye goes, huh, Bullseye, get it? Uh, God, yeah, that was mm, s- fucking hot garbage. Yep. Yeah, but, big time hot garbage. But this is a real big win because Wonder Woman is being successful. Yeah. Yeah, there was a picture, I cannot find it right now, I would love to share it with you guys, but it's a picture of, um, of uh, Wonder Woman, she's got Batman slung over her shoulder, and she's got uh, Superman kind of like tucked under one arm. And Batman over Batman's head is Batman versus Superman, or Superman versus Batman, whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. And then over Superman is Man, a Man of Steel logo. Yeah. And then she, and then there's bones and rocks everywhere, and underneath her feet is Suicide Squad. <laughs> And then there's a civilian being like all scared, and over that person's head, it's Marvel Studios. And then Wonder Woman's saying, "It's okay, I got this." <laughs> that's classic. That, that's clever. That's clever. Yeah, it is just some quick, quick Photoshop, and you know, so, yeah. So, 
Uh, I, if I could find it, I'll post it to the to the page. But yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind seeing it. It looks. I mean, they they did everything right, and um, Chris Pratt is not overwhelming anything. Not Chris Pratt Pine. Yeah, he's not overwhelming anything in it. He's actually kind of in awe of Wonder Woman from everything I've read. So yeah, that's a personality that could have accidentally stolen the the, the movie. Yeah, well, I think Pine does really well. Like him and Zachary Quinto in the Star Trek, they're they pretty play pretty well. So and so does though she doesn't. He they don't have a whole lot of scenes. Uh, Zoe Saldana who plays Ahura, mm-hmm. but you know he he plays well with everyone there. At the same time, he holds his own with Denzel Washington in Unstoppable. Yeah, um, which helps him. I think so. Mm-hmm. If you ever if you have never seen Unstoppable, watch Unstoppable. Just sure. a slight recommendation there. Yeah. Um, Good film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah. So uh, Wonder Woman's doing pretty good, but apparently there's there's controversy. I mean, like I'd I'd like to say I didn't see it coming, but I mean, like I don't know, or for whatever for whatever reason, our world these okay. days is wrapped up in controversy. True. Un- Did you hear what the yeah. Uh, Did you hear what the controversy is? Can I take a guess? The one that I'm talking about. Was it the dude who got a ticket to an all-woman showing of, of Wonder Woman? I didn't see that, but it is the all-woman showing. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. The, the, it's Alamo Drafthouse in Austin is doing one. Hmm. Everyone got pissed off as tweeting at Alamo Drafthouse. Alamo Drafthouse New York said, yeah, that is encourageable. We're having one, too. That's, which is kind of a great... That's which amazing. Is kind of a great yeah. fuck you. Cool. Good for them. Yeah, but at the same time, someone said, well, "What if they're like, uh, what if there's an all male showing for Thor?" There almost always is an all male male showing for Thor. It's Thor. It, it, it also, like, not not to intentionally stereotype the demographics. There is, there typically for most nerd cultures, there is a larger male majority than there is oh, yeah. a female majority. It's not to say that there aren't women who love who are part of the like any nerddom but there there is typically seen a larger portion of male to female uh ratio yeah so like to say that oh you know what if there is an old male showing when it's like well there already kind of was a larger male demographic there anyway so yeah whatever i, <laughs> like, I am you. one of those males i am in the theater it's it's there, you know. Yeah. There's no problem seeing it, so also, I don't care that they're doing this. People bitching at it is just kind of the re- think, it's it's the exact reason why they're doing it. I think it's the same reason why people are something very cool. I think that's very awesome of them. Yeah, um, you know that, that like to be like, hey, these women get to see it first before anybody else. Awesome, congrats to them. Like that's yeah. that was something very cool. I mean, apparently, yeah. The 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 thing I was talking about is some dude bought it bought a ticket to it and was kind of bitching up a storm on Twitter. Oh, about, fuck him. About the, they, the, you know, they can't tell me I can't go because I bought this ticket. Like, they can refund it. Yeah. You can either get your money back and go to a showing that will have everyone see it. Yeah. Or, you know, own up to it and say, oh, I fucked up. But then he fucked up. It's a, it's a mutual fuck up. Yeah. Give me my money back and I'll see another showing. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. And no, he wants to be the dickhead on Twitter. I mean, the big thing, too, that in all women showing, right, mm-hmm. is yeah. probably the healthiest thing for a superhero movie. Yeah. Because uh, it expands the fan base. Sure, yeah, definitely. It, it does so much other things that, like, 
And on top of it, it's just good marketing. Like, yeah. like what? Like what? You guys, oh, Wonder Woman is totally for the dudes. Wonder Woman comes from fucking Amazons. She, you know, she doesn't have a dad. Like she was created by a god <laughs> to fight well, other people. <laughs> Let's also be fair on this one. If 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 you know you know say they had done I mean they did the all women showing but say basically these women walked away going well one Wonder Woman is just sexed up she totally don't feel empowered as a woman God it would have cut that movie to ribbons so like good PR or bad PR it, it was coming out one way or another yeah. but and you like, want to what I'd rather I, have that happen because at yeah. least. That's the honest truth. God, seriously, yeah. cuts like cut straight to the bone, no holds bar, and you know, it, it <laughs> and, and it worked out for them. Things worked yeah. out. It was good. People were happy. Like it's a win. I'm also very happy yeah, you... for Gal Gadot. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Gadot. Gal Gadot. She's not right. Gadot. She's not French. Okay, there is a, is because she got so much flack three years ago when they announced her casting. For like, they were like, "Oh, she's not going to be buff enough. She doesn't really fit our picture it, of Wonder Woman." For and it's like, for me, it was height. It was a height thing. Yeah, height too. But like, but yeah, they, they, they can adjust that. But do you want to? She, you know, if she lived the character, if she made us feel like she really was Wonder Woman, then she did the job. Yeah, you, you'll bypass. You'll you'll look past the minor shit, and that like a lot of that is kind of minor garbage. You know? Yeah. Like, and she seemed to embody the character, and for that she did she did the role justice. So, you know, I think they cast the right person for the role, which is good. Yeah, I think a lot of people you guys forget are... something very important about casting actors. Hmm. They're not hmm. all like Robert Downey Jr. They're not that one special gem that fits that role. <laughs> Oh, you mean he doesn't need to change? Like the character, the person doesn't need to change much yeah. to fit the role. Well, like people forget, Chris Evans was doing a lot of really dumb teen comedies and shit oh, yeah. way before he landed the Captain America gig. Yeah, he played a lot of stupid meathead kind of characters. Um, uh, fucking fire, uh, Human Torch. Yeah, mm -hmm. but even like I, mean, he, I hated him as that. Even before that, though, like um, you ever see not another teen movie? Yeah, yeah, that was and no, that's avoided a, it. that was actually one of his big films, right? And what do you get away from that? He played obviously it was a comedy, but he played a big meathead, and everyone remembers that him in that movie because he stuck a banana in his ass. Yeah, like not great PR. Okay, that was that was him. Yep, mm -hmm. but now okay, he's Captain I, I, America. I've seen the clips. So. Yeah, I mean the August are somewhere. No, but the, but you, uh, but like if you saw him then, and then you're like, oh, he could never be Captain America. He doesn't yeah. fit the mold. You, it's yeah. acting. They have to become the character. Yeah. Yeah. So, something I want to go back to with Wonder Woman. Um, what you guys were touching on, like, you know, it could, be, it could have easily been ruined and not shown the character. It could have been sexed up, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, this kind of, in a weird roundabout way, a bit of a tangent ropes into it. So, back in 54, um, maybe you guys have heard of this, and I've probably talked about it before. A psychiatrist, Frederick Warham, wrote a book called Seduction of the Innocent, and it was basically warning about comic books, about juveniles reading comic books. Okay. And this is where the comics code came in and everything else, and he said something like Wonder Woman was like 
uh, she was not being a ladylike, and she was saying something to the fact that she was like, um, man bashing, or you know, she wasn't being ladylike and needed to spend more time with Treasure to be a lady. Mm. Oh yeah, here here it is. Uh, Warham's claim that Wonder Woman had a bond had a bondage subtext was somewhat better documented as he as her creator William Moulton Mars had admitted. Uh, William Moulton Marston had admitted as much. However, William also claimed Wonder Woman's strength and independence made her a lesbian. Hmm. The doctor said that. That's the, he claims that her independence made her a lesbian, um, and that she had a bondage subtext. And Batman and Robin were gay partners. Things like that. Well then, yeah. This was this this was published in 1954, and it's okay. all yeah. It was all a bunch of garbage. And on some level, like we're. So Sword is still dealing with that mm-hmm. because at the same time, like you know, Wonder Woman could have easily become a dumbass damsel in distress. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there's plenty of, um, of, of, of like unfortunate opportunities you know, for that. Yeah, Trevor could have come in and saved her and all that shit. Right. Though I have a feeling that this will end kind of like Captain America because it's in World War One. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who knows? Um. She will never see Trevor again. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it'll it'll be interesting. I, I wouldn't mind seeing it now since some of the reviews have come in and they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, so. Like it, it's definitely one I would like to go watch. Yeah, it same. looks like it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I have not paid to see a DC movie. I've not been excited to see a DC movie in, uh, True. unless it was animated. True. Yeah. Yeah. I I have not paid to go see one. It's mostly been on TV. You saw Man of Steel on TV. You saw Batman vs Superman on TV. You saw Suicide Squad on TV. I think the last probably DC movie I saw in theaters was um uh the last um Batman. Yeah, Batman movie. Bat- the last Nolan movie. So uh, Dark, Dark Dark Knight. Yeah. Rises, Dark Knight Rises. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. probably the last one I saw saw in theater. I was like, mm, this movie's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't awful, but it, you know, didn't didn't leave a a resounding impression on me. No, let's just yeah, I uh, won't get into that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go off on that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's the stupid controversy of Wonder Woman. Is just it's unneeded. It is. It really is. Well. But it is and isn't. It's like, oh, hey, great, fleet, free plebis, pleb, publicity. Yeah. Can't talk today. It's free publicity, but at the same time, it's like... Didn't need to go this way. <laughs> no, it didn't need to go that way. It's, it's like... It, I see pictures of protests, like all the Women's March and all that shit, and it's like, um... There's like some older woman there holding a sign that says, it's 2017, I still can't believe I have to protest this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen that. It, it's it's in that vein, I guess. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> there was, I left this comment on a friend's status. Um, again, side tangent. Some people are claiming that the new Star Trek is uh, promoting white male genocide and you know because it's got an african-american first officer and a chinese uh, captain and they're both women god forbid and also other bullshit and i'm like you fucking serious so i looked up when did uh, the original uh star trek take place uh-huh oh 2364 so minus 10 years so I wrote on their status, it's 2354, I still can't believe we have to protest about this shit. <laughs> Damn. 
Because it's true. It's true. I mean, that's... And everyone that was commenting was saying, did you watch the show? Yeah, seriously. Because that's what the original show's about. It's about unity and equality and, like, you know, no one giving a shit. Yeah, humanity coming together. (laughs) Stupid white mount. Okay, moving on. Oh, great. Yeah, we're going to talk about that controversy. Oh. Huh? The next one. I was wanting to move away from white men getting pissed off. Can I Can I take and, the lead on this one? Yeah, go ahead. Far Cry 5. Okay, Far oh, Cry 5. Oh, yeah. Five. Oh, boy. Well, so I wanted to talk about this because it's not a very interesting video. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. uh, I can't remember all the numbers, but you know Boogie from uh, YouTube? The big guy? Does the Francis Yeah, videos. yeah. Boogie 299 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So... He was talking about it, right? And mm-hmm. he usually gives a pretty balanced opinion on things. Yeah, he, he I like his ideas. He's pretty smart when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, and so he was like, okay, everyone's upset because their interpretation is we're killing, you know, red-blooded Americans, you know, southern folk, Christians, right? Sure. That's like, that's Montana. what everyone gathered from the video. But then if you read anything Ubisoft's released recently on the subject... That they're like, is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. I, I sometimes Ubi. some people pronounce it Ubi. I don't know. Um, okay. I think he did. Either way, you know the guys who made Assassin's Creed, right? <laughs> That's everyone knows about. Um, he goes. They released a statement. They're like, it's not Christians. This is radical uh, extremists who are basically homegrown terrorists, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's easy to get. It's a cult. These aren't Christians. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, and, it's, it's religion taking the wrong turn. Exactly. And of course, also someone pointed out, if you played Assassin's Creed, you were killing Christians. Yeah, sure. you, you yeah. were fighting the Templars in the very first game, which was part of the Christian's crusade. Right. So anyways, yeah. that's the game. And a, a lot of people have been really pissed off about that. And then, of course, the next argument will, is, well, we're killing Americans. It's like, no, they're, they're terrorists. It's a cult. I mean, yeah, they 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 can come from America, but that's not the problem here. It's that they're taking over a town. Are you guys not paying attention to the trailer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a cult's a cult, and, and terrorists yeah. are terrorists, terrorists. No matter what country they come from, any anything they do that that causes fear or harm uh, to anybody it really can be considered a terrorist act. No matter if they're American or, or other. Now, yeah. really like, quick, though. terrorists in our backyard. They wear white hoods, and they're called the KKK. I saw something interesting about that statement, though, right? Yeah. Because hmm. this is a make-believe group, right? Sure. Yeah, obviously, right. they don't want to get sued by anyone. Sure. Exactly, yeah. That's why it's not really the West Baptist Church, and this is why it's not the uh, KKK, even though they shouldn't have rights. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, one of the things was uh, people, who, people who lean left, right? Mm. Yeah. All right. They actually put up their own form of outrage where a lot of people were like, man, I was so interested in this game until I found out that it's not an alt-right killing simulator. <laughs> and I was like, oh I was like, okay, guys, we need to keep political views out of this because this is how we start fights. Um, well, so the, 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 problem, the, the problem with that chain is, unfortunately, the, the group that you're going after in Far Cry 5 unfortunately has connotations to other to, to political views 
So I get that. Hard not not to bring it in. I, I I do understand your feeling though about it. That's just like we don't we don't need this, guys. This is a game. This is fictional. Yeah. Or not well, fictional, the other thing. Is. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is this game was in, probably been in the works for at least two to three years. Oh yeah. yeah. So way before alt right, way before Trump, way before any of this crap. Yeah. So that's item one about it. Item two is this is kind of like people getting ticked off at Trump for grabbing, I, I don't know who he was, that prime minister or the, the other world leader. Oh, yeah. And, and kind of like sh- and shoving him out of the way and like, yeah. you know, doing this flexing like he's like, you know, he's a pompous ass, which he is. Yeah. But like doing that, like you're getting mad at him for that. Like that outrageous. You shouldn't be. But that's like fine. He's a jerk, whatever. That's not why you should be mad at him. Right. There's a plenty of other reasons, legit reasons, why you should be mad at him. At yes. the same time, you don't like I uh, fighting fire with fire is one thing, but just like out coming right out and saying like, oh, we should, you know, I wish this was an all rights killer simulator, some bullshit like that. It, it, it you basically are just walking the same fucking line that they are. Yeah, yeah it's it's the wrong. It, it's it's the wrong message. It's not yeah. what you want. Like if if you want like t- like have your views be taken seriously. Don't say shit like that. Let the other group do that and be like, see, this is why this is why we get frustrated with them. Don't counter it, but with the same garbage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's kind of like why I didn't really agree that one dude who's like the leader of the alt right getting punched. Sure, because a person like that is just begging to sue someone. Yeah, it so it also it, kind of makes them a martyr. Yeah, it makes them a martyr. There's a lot of people that, that are on their side that'll write articles about it and say lock them up, blah blah blah. It it it, it just it it works. It only works in their favor. Yeah, I mean, it, um, I mean that's a fair to me. Look at it, but I'll just say this right now: I laughed at every meme made out of that video. Sure, yeah, I'm getting soft. Sure, it was, but it's a. Speaking of someone who's been in his a fair amount of fights, there's really nothing you get out of it. And in a physical fight like that, mm. you you don't you don't really benefit you don't benefit them you don't benefit yourself you can lie and say you benefited yourself but it just doesn't pan out the way you think and if that's not how you fight them you fight them by by going after other things that in hindsight would also probably benefit them. Also, mm. just throwing yeah. this out there, huh. Mafia Three took place in the nineteen fifties. You know, southern states, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure you fight some KKK guys Six- there. So, 60s. Yeah, you kill, you kill. Yeah, it's the 60s because the main character is a Vietnam vet. Yeah, so go ahead, play that one. <laughs> like, if you really yeah. need to scratch an itch. Uh, yeah. One other thing, really quick, I found out from a coworker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, did, I was like, you know, I'm kind of trying to figure out what's going on with the plot, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So apparently, the main character is actually a Texas marshal, or a not Texas yes. marshal, a U.S. marshal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or a sheriff, whatever the hell. They yeah, yeah. He, to do from what I heard, it was a sheriff's deputy, and I think you can customize everything about. Right. It. Yeah. yeah. You get to play kind of the character you want to play as. Well, yeah. so it's interesting yeah, so... though. Well, sorry. Um, hmm. The thing is, apparently, the the plot is the the U.S. marshals or whoever know the town's been taken over, mm-hmm. but they haven't been go- given the go ahead to do anything. And your character's like, fuck it, I'm helping these people because they're suffering. 
Right. So okay, you're actually okay. fighting the terrorists and the U.S. Marshals. <laughs> All right. So okay. it's a so that already like I was like wow if I knew that information going into the trailer, mm-hmm. that completely changes the landscape of this game. Yeah. Now knowing that my enemy isn't just, um, you know this crazy cult, which still is a really cool enemy in my opinion. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's original. Especially one when when you're looking at because like we we don't really see that much uh, set in a, an American setting. Yeah, uh, it's pretty yeah. unique. Pretty unique getting it in an American setting. So uh, yeah, no, it's it's very it's it's bold. It's definitely bold by Ubisoft, um, and I think that's that's cool. I like it. But now you're yeah. also fighting like law officers in that kind of chaotic scenario. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's just like wow. That's that's so far from anything I've ever think I've experienced. Like I actually might pick this game up just because of that. Yeah. And I've never played a fire guy. You're, yeah, you're playing. You're playing uh, a law officer who's fighting against terrorists, who's also fighting against federal law, who aren't doing anything. So yeah, that is kind of neat. Yeah, uh, and you can make them any sex and race that you want. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I, from what I've heard, don't quote me on that fully. I no, don't no, yeah, know. Yeah. We'll find out. That's we'll definitely find out. Yeah, we'll definitely find out more like in two weeks. Right. Right. Um, yeah, with E three. With E three, definitely. Yeah. Um so yeah, that that'll be interesting when it comes around. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, this the controversy is just really no one should respond to the controversy. People are just stupid. Yes. And you should just kind of let it burn out and let them give all the publicity that they want to Ubisoft. Yeah. Cuz that's, you know, it only works in their favor. And again, <laughs> it is ironic that current the current climate has this kind of game coming out. It but is. this game was going to come out even if Hillary won. Oh yeah. yeah. This game was going to come out even if our if our boy won, which is uh Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. You know, so it, it's that's what it is, you know. I mean, it's uh, it's a game they probably came up with the idea and I mean, I don't hold anything against them cuz it's you can't make a game that quick people, <laughs> no matter how much you no, want you to. No, you can't. Yeah. You know, I think inspired him was you remember those yokels that took over that uh, park ranger shack or something like that. Oh yeah, you remember that? And it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, and it was bullshit what happened. Mm. But I think that's kind of inspired this game a little bit more than likely, or any other cult in America that happened. If they were still developing the game even before that, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised to see a nod at that in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we're just talking about the game for a second, every Ubisoft game, Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, and even some of the Ghost Recon games, had this this thing where in in Assassin's Creed, it's towers, jump points, where you can do the leap of faith. Mm-hmm. And in Far Cry, it was radio towers. Right. I'm kind of wondering, because that's basically how you got more pictures of the land. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering if he'll do that for this game, or if it'll be something else entirely. Number stations. There we go. Bringing the conspiracy. Number stations. Bringing the conspiracy element to it as well. Num- number stations. Yeah, number stations. They're a real thing. Um, they like um, they're they're set on a specific frequency on the radio that they just read off 
a set of numbers that are kind of nonsensical, but sort of supposed to have a, a message behind it. And there, there's a lot of conspiracies behind what number stations are. Uh, okay. So if we're in like bumfuck nowhere, you know, Montana, like you could do that where it's like, oh, the number stations are really just give, giving out geographical markers uh, that allow yeah. your character to kind of... Uh, uh, get a full lay of the land and where things are. You know, maybe it's the cultists are using it as a way to communicate where, you know, supply lines are and shit. I don't know. Yeah, That's kind of just like a, a throw out there that, that'd be clever. If, if I had <laughs> yeah. to do it, I'd either do uh, I'd either do silos or water sure. towers. Yeah. Yeah, but they're... Oh, yeah, I mean, that can work, but at the same time, like, those have a fun... That, the Far Cry, th- the the Assassin's Creed had a function because it gave this awesome view and this nice panorama thing. Because you're this awesome acrobat, and Far Cry it worked because you're basically hot wiring and fixing a radio tower. Yeah, to work for you. But in this, for a silo, that's not a silo's purpose, and that's not a that's not a water tower's purpose. Well, I mean, if they're if they're being repurposed as something else, it M- make maybe sense. we'll we'll have to we'll have to see. I right, mean, right. And so that's why, like, the first thing that came to mind was you know, as, as yeah. goofy as it may sound, a number station because it is very yeah. weird. They're very odd I, things. Yeah, or at the same time, it could be something totally different. It could be that there's nothing you take over and you have to do it yourself to mm-hmm. help the law enforce the federal marshals. Who knows? Maybe as you take over, uh, uh, you know, different areas controlled by um, by this cult, uh, you know, yeah. you get more. You get you basically find maps of the area that allow you to have knowledge of the yeah. area. So that's the other thing. They're probably not going to have outposts like they did in like Far Cry three and four, right? Because um, like you know, they're they're not they're, they are and they aren't a military installation. So mm-hmm. like, why have this outpost that's a supply depot for a country? Yeah. You know. They'll probably be mechanic shops and, uh, sorry, that was something else. Um, they'll probably be, it'll probably be like mechanic shops or, um, fucking a bar, bar, bars. Apparently there is going to be a, yeah, there, yeah, diner. There is going to be a bar in the game called Spread Eagle. That much I know. (laughs) That is, that's actually pretty great. It's awesome. If you, if you remember the the trailer, the girl in it, I think she's like blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she I think runs the bar. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Apparently, she like lost a family member to the to this order, whatever they're called. Yeah. So um, yeah. Oh, so, but cool. it sucks. This game's not going to come out this year. No, it's what's scheduled for next year. Yeah, next year. Yeah, it won't. I don't think it'll compete with Red Dead. That's coming out next spring. Well, but... I, I mean, in, in in a bigger way, it's not going to compete with Red Dead because it's yeah. just going to have a very different feel overall. Yeah, I mean, if they're both coming out, I probably think about getting both of them if I can. Maybe space them out. Yeah, because yeah. they're both big open world games. But yeah, and they they play differently enough, which is good. Yeah, yeah. One's an FPS, and the other is third person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that that'll be really good. It won't it won't feel like you're playing the same game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, two controversies that are not controversies in our opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is <laughs> dumb. Controversies because people want them to be controversial. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Very true. Um. So the other thing I wanted, to, I, well, there's two more things I wanted to get to, mm-hmm. and well, I want to wrap up soon because it's. Midnight where Shane is. Yeah, right it's now. getting late for him. Um, so 
Neil Blomkamp, who I like as a filmmaker, mm-hmm. um, he has been, I think he's been silent for a little while. I haven't heard anything from what he's doing. And apparently he's going to come out, he's got this new project to come out. It's Oats Studios Volume 1. Yes. And it's like lizard men have invaded Earth and have taken over and there's a resistance. And there's also like a zombie element to something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I saw it. It definitely feels like his work. And I'm all for it, but I found interesting that this is not going to be in the theaters. It's going to be streamed somewhere. That's interesting. Yeah. So, I I don't know where we'll see more, but it definitely looked interesting. And the Lizardmen, the aliens, they look really interesting. Even though they're lizards, they look real and they don't look phony. They look, you could easily they look creepy. Fuck up. Yeah, I mean, you could easily fuck up lizard aliens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you can make this thing look campy as shit. Look up the look up the original photos of Predator, Predator, oh boy. Um, yeah. before they made it into the dreadlock loving mandible thing that we all know and love. Yeah, look up that Predator and tell me you don't see campy as shit. Star Trek did it better. <laughs> um, oh god, because it's a it's a mess, and they could have it could have easily gone that way, and it didn't. Uh, um, they they kind of remind me of uh, the Dilophosaurus from um, uh, it, Jurassic Park a little bit, and they're kind of like head shaped. It kind of look, has like cobra like, but it has yeah. this kind of like frill that seems to move, and and they make these clicking wanna, noises. Yeah, I want to say that 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 frill, the back of them, I want to say that puffs out. I would not be surprised if it did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I have no idea. I don't know any characters about it. I don't know any. I don't know when it takes place. I don't know what it's gonna echo like. Um, because most of Blancamp's stuff is uh, kind of a big uh, overarching. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Metaphor. Yeah. Analogy for something else to happen. Allegory. Thank you. Yeah. Um, like you know, District Nine's about the apartheid. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. Um, Elysium is about class and race and all that shit. So, uh, I forget what Chappie's about. I also can't remember what Chappie's about. Kind of unfortunate. Chappie's also the, Chappie's the one movie that surprised the hell out of me with its ending. Like, I mean, I I'll, I'll give it up to them for that. Yeah. Chappie was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chappie was awesome, and it it yeah, it surprised the hell out of me, especially that ending. Holy shit! Definitely, definitely. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, have no idea anything more about Neil Blomkamp, mm-hmm. um, but this I'll definitely keep an eye on this shit. So. Yeah, it, it, it'll be exciting to see. You know, maybe it may, it, it may also just be a series of different movies um, or yeah. different shorts uh, compiled to, to cover the the course of one overarching story. You know, potentially yeah. different perspectives of one yeah. larger event should be cool. So. Yeah, it'll be very cool to go off. Of, I like that idea. Yeah, to go off of that mm-hmm. and to talk about something real quick before we get into the other thing, the last thing. Yeah. Um. So I saw. I've seen Cloverfield. I like Cloverfield. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. This. I don't. I don't care for Shaky Cam, but I like it. Yeah. I have not seen Ten Cloverfield Lane. I hear it's very good. And it, I need to watch it. Yeah. Same. 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 Mm-hmm. And apparently, there's going to be two more coming out. Right, they've announced the name of at least one of them. 
Yeah, I can't recall what it is. The God Particle. I want to say it's God, yeah, thank you, God yeah. Particle. Yeah. yeah, that's the name of one of them, and apparently there's going to be another one after that. But the thing I like about it is they're all secularly related. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like that we have Marvel that's doing all this stuff where it's interchangeable, and like, okay, these guys are these guys, and it's it's very, uh, they're all kind of coming together for this. Mm-hmm. But I like this other thing where it's like, this is happening over here. This creature's attacking New York. This guy's a nutcase here in the middle of nowhere, and he's trying to help or not trying to help. Yeah. And then this other thing is happening, and they're all going to be related somehow. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're not, and, and it, you know, clearly not directly related to, to, or at least it's shown that they're not really directly related. So it's interesting. I really, yeah. I really think it's it is a cool thing where it's like. You develop one large world, and then you can set just about any story you would like into it and have some correlations yeah. to your other stories you've created. Yeah, so I, I, I like that idea. And if, if Blomkamp is doing that with this, great. I mean, that'd be very cool. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we'll find out more as, as yeah. we get more information out. Uh, yeah, something for sure. I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the last thing I like to talk about. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the one you, you're the most kind of un, unenthusiastic about for what they're doing. So we got a lot of reboots and rehashes and remakes and all this other shit. But apparently, because it's gained a hell of a lot of popularity on Netflix, they're gonna reboot Animaniacs. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't read anything else beyond that, mm-hmm. but I don't like it. I I don't know how to feel about it, and that's probably not good. That probably means I'm very hesitant towards it. Uh, yeah, well, Animaniacs is very pop culture. It's very 90s pop culture, because yeah. of everything they reference in it. Mm-hmm. It's very '90s Hollywood because of everything they reference in it. Yeah, because that's when it was made, of course. But like, there's the other thing of like, I really don't want Yakko Wakko and Dot to make jokes about Apple and iPhones and Twitter and Facebook. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't want to hear that. I feel there, there's kind of a generational gap. Yeah, that's 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 the thing, and it's it goes back to the thing of like. You liked that show when you were a kid, and you were a kid. Let those memories stay with you. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Don't revisit it. Yeah. You know, I got lucky when I watched Land Before Time recently. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it held up. And it held up also because it's like, I know how they do that shit. Right. So it was like extra special. But that's because it's Don Bluth at his best. <laughs> you know? It's an animation at its best. So it holds up. That's a true classic. But I am not going to go back and watch Pinky and the Brain or... <laughs> or I'm trying to think of the other shows I used to watch as a kid. Because they won't hold up. That's that's the problem. I'm not 10. Yeah, I like... I'm going to be 30 in like less than a week. 31. I, I I would have to see I'd have to hear them do like a read a live read of an episode because yeah. 
you know, as you said, Nick, like there, there's a lot of, there was a lot of context for the nineties. Like it was, there wasn't a whole lot of like negative shit going on. Or if it was, it was like kind of kept, kept off to the side. It wasn't like full blown in your face. Everything feels like it's burning. Um, whereas like right now you fucking can't say anything without triggering some jackass. Like you open yeah, your, well, it's, it's a it's a world of walking on eggshells. It's such yeah, a miserable like, state. The president miss tweets a word, and suddenly everyone's talking about the next tweet of words. Yeah, like, oh, boy, seriously, that's what you want to all be talking about. There's other things to talk about. There are way more interesting things in life to talk about. Yeah, and and it's and that's that's the thing, and it's like the Animaniacs. They're, let them stay in the 90s. They're good there. If you like watching them, kudos to you. Keep watching them on Netflix. Yeah. I don't see a point to reboot it. I, everything right now feels like a like a live hand grenade, where it's just like if you pull the pin, it may blow up in your face because the timer delays on it is incorrect. Yeah. I, I Like, it is, it is one of those, like, if they can make it work, good for them. But I have... You know, the pessimist in me is just like, I don't think this will have the same impact or feeling as it once upon a time did. Yeah, same here. Um, but, I, you know, it's, it's, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Shane, I guess, what, what's your feeling on it, mate? I just quickly looked into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's, there's, it's, not, there's it's, some news, except it's been like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Well, yeah. so, so here's how I look at it. Uh-huh. There are so many things that from my childhood of watching cartoons that I would like to stay there. Yeah. So so go right. ahead, stay there if they don't ever want to touch it. On the flip side, you know, if they're gonna try and bring Animaniacs back, at least I hope it's not trying to bank off of like nostalgia. Right. Like yeah, for instance, that's the other way they can fail. Yeah, like for instance, if they're gonna make Animaniacs and they're gonna make it only so that people our generation are gonna watch it's like well that that's no fun I'll go watch the original right there's no like, point in doing that if they were gonna remake it what they really honestly should do is it's the way you keep Mickey Mouse uh, relevant you you play inside their world you don't yeah. you don't bring them okay. you don't bring them to this time you take elements and celebrities from our time and put them there you know oh my god i wish you guys could see me oh. okay i was waving my hands oh because <laughs> i just thought of something what <laughs> the looney tunes reboot yeah sure yeah you remember that yeah. yes yeah I where they were all living in a house like it was fucking real world yes. yeah it's that uh, it's, a, it's exactly it's that such it, a weird it, weird thing that's uncomfortable it, yeah it is exactly that and and they texted each other in that film. Yeah. And that not that film in that show. Yeah, it was really weird. It just didn't seem like it worked, right? I'm fine with if you want to make Looney Tunes a thing again, fine. Mm-hmm. But let's have the anvils and the hammers and the dynamite and the blinking eyes and Wiley e. Coyote falling off cliff with the whistle. Like just rehash that. Like go back to what it was. Don't make them live in a fucking neighborhood and make Daffy and Bugs a goddamn odd couple. Well, it just doesn't work. Honestly, 
this is actually you're this right, goes, Shane. Keep them in the world. Keep well, them in if the world. this goes back to like Animaniacs, right? Yeah. For instance, do you remember how they kept Looney Tunes really relevant in the '90s? Is because they did Tidy Tunes. Yeah. Which is like, oh, the Looney Tunes teach a school, mm-hmm. and so they're teaching the next generation of Looney Tunes, right? Right. Right. And that was like seamless because it's, you know, for instance, like Porky Pig sitting there and he goes, he's talking to like this other pig character. He goes, okay, so what's going to happen is he's going to hit you with this chair. And he goes, well, that's going to hurt. He goes, no, it's a fake chair. It's 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 going to break. Uh-huh. And, you know, he, he right. explains the setup. And that was funny. And it's, the episode is playing in my head. Yeah. And that's fun because, oh, okay, the, there's this interaction. If you're going to bring the Looney to uh, uh, the Animaniacs into now, right? Uh-huh. If anything, it should be the same shit that the show was based off of. You know, Warner Brothers has them. They're just running a buck, right? Yeah. And so, for instance, say, like, if they really want to do it, just it's the same stupid jokes. Like, it just bring in, like, Robert Downey Jr. instead of Prince. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because the, the, nothing the Looney Tunes did – or, sorry, you got me on the wrong track. Nothing the Animaniacs did made sense. It was all just really simple bits. Mm-hmm. And simple pop culture references, bigger ones. They weren't talking about the public. They were talking about specifically famous things that normal people just laugh at. Yeah. yeah. And so do that. And I think it'll be successful. Or, you know, make it like, you know, don't age them. That's the worst that they could do. God, seriously. Yeah. yeah that, that's what that was the problem with the Looney Tunes thing. Because they, they technically try to age it, but they try to make it, it was like, you know, hip or whatever. And it. Yeah. The fact that Bugs is tweeting and he's arguing with Daffy, but not in the way that they should be arguing, is just... It was dumb. It felt weird. It felt very, very weird, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. You wonder what the best nostalgia thing they could do for Animaniacs, this new one? Mm. What? Literally go through the first episode of the, the first series, which was, oh shit, they were locked in the water tower for good reason, and we accidentally let them out. Oh, so what? They were locked up again? Yeah, basically like, they were just and they were, this is they were just hidden somewhere this... else, right? And uh-huh. then someone just fucking lets them out, and it's like, and basically it's like, well, they're out now, and they, you know, you have a bit with the Warner Brother execs, they're like, well, fuck it, <laughs> like, yeah, we, it was so hard to get them in the fucking box the second time. Yeah, yeah, they could do something like that, and I and I would totally be okay with it, and I might actually get a kick out of it because that's a way to pay homage to a really good concept and a really funny opening episode mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah at the same time like this isn't like this is like three years down the way yeah so because of you know how long it'll take to animate it yeah. um who knows i i'm not particularly for it i will it's it, i will punch a fucking person though if they butcher the designs yeah because like the, their, the their designs were great because they were so simple but they were you know you could tell them apart, and at the, at the same time, it wasn't, like, hard to see. Yeah. Yeah. What was it, though? I'm trying to... I was going to say something I completely spaced on it. Ugh, I hate that. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah, now I remember what I was going to say. I'm... This is what I'm going to say. I'm not going to be one of those people like saying, railing, saying, they killed my childhood or they're killing my childhood. Because my childhood's my childhood and that kid had a good time until he became 14. 
Yeah, I, um, I've never liked the I ruined your childhood thing. It's like, no, you did it because you don't have a fucking yeah. time machine. Fuck you. Yeah. Were you Catholic and an altar boy? No, your childhood was not ruined. <coughs> like, be real. Like, okay, because they're making Transformers movies and they suck doesn't ruin or negate the good time you had with the toys in the cartoon. To be fair, it the shouldn't. first movie is still super cheesy, so. Whatever. I mean, it, it shouldn't. That shouldn't be a problem for you. Yeah. I mean, it, it isn't for me. And I will actually watch the Transformer movies because they're just nice background noise. Yeah. Um, they're, they're nice to just like, okay, brain, take it off. They, they encapsulate some of the feeling, off. but then fail at other parts of it. Yeah. Really, really quick, just because I saw a video on this. Do you know why mm-hmm. Lincoln Park did the music for Transformers? Was that... It was, they were all on the, they were like 50-50 split between the band, and then they were all like, we all like Transformers as kids, right? Yeah. And, and so they're like, like oh, sure. yeah, let's just do it then, because we all like Transformers. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, alright. Yeah, I'm, for me, I'm not gonna say this is killing my childhood, I'm just saying, you can do the Animaniacs, you can just do something entirely else, and call it something different with new jokes and modern jokes and pay homage to Looney Tunes and Animaniacs, which Animaniacs was. Yeah. Yakko and Wacko were nothing but bugs. It's split personality. Yeah. No. Y- Yakko, especially. Yakko was pretty much Bug Bunny. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and, you know, they just, they created something to, as a homage to that. And they could have done that. And they're not doing that. It's like, oh, hey, it's popular on Netflix. Let's remake it. That's not a good defining moment that people want want your product again. Just it's means people like the product that exists. Yeah, well, it's kind of like people wanting a friends reunion after ten or twenty years, however long it's been. Mm -hmm. And like, okay, that'd be fine for them to have like a couple of years ago when it hit like the tenth anniversary when when the show ended, but. It, that show, it, Jennifer Aniston said that show would never work now. No. N- none of the sitcoms in the 90s would work now. Oh, God, no. Oh, Jesus. None of them would have worked because of cell phones and the internet. Yeah, it's a different beast we're in. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it is what it is. Like, that. that's why it won't It won't work. And uh, Animaniacs, I think, is the same vein. It's it's weird because but like certain things I think are cool if they want to finish the story like Samurai Jack right right they're, like, they're, they're trying to finish that's something. totally that's they try to finish it and it's also in a totally fantastical fictional world yeah so it it can work well the other thing but is yeah. like certain shows for instance Hey Arnold right mm-hmm. there's there's supposed to be a movie that kind of ties up loose ends after all right. these years and the thing is though Hey Arnold's one of those shows where it just no one knew it ended it just they stopped airing it progressively you know they stop making new episodes and that you know that's what it is but for instance you have to pick and choose right if you want to bring something back versus if you don't um and a great example of that though is like i'm always on the fridge worrying about if they're ever gonna try and bring back ed ed and eddie oh boy but the real but this ended but there's a real reason i don't want that to happen because in the last uh year of that show they did like a two month thing where uh, it was like a marathon of Ed, 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 Eddie leading up to the movie that ended it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had in between every episode were little uh, videos with the guy who created the show. 
yeah. and he was talking about how he created the show and all how all those kids are people from his childhood and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was right. so personal, and I was like, if they ever try to bring that back, I'd be pissed because that guy basically gave his everything, and that was him yeah. saying goodbye to all of his fans. Like, yeah, don't like you also, don't do that afterwards. Yeah, and it's also how that thing ended. With you find out that how abused Eddie was, I mean, it get dark. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, you find out how abused Eddie was by his brother. The kids attack his older brother and then finally accept him. And then he has this epiphany, and this is my theory anyway, that he has this epiphany. Oh, I don't need a scam. I don't need to make money. I don't need to be an asshole. Yeah. And the, you know, he's, they, the three of them, all three of them are finally fully accepted by the cul-de-sac. And to go back and rehash that and all of a sudden he's an asshole again, it just... No, it'd be rude. It wouldn't, it would not fit. Yeah, but then on the flip side, and, right? Because uh-huh. that's edited Eddie, right? You know what show? Right. I'd be totally cool if they wanted to bring back and try to make funny again. What Angry Beavers? That's another thing where I wanted to stay where it is. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I liked Angry Beavers. It was funny. It was. I did too, but I wanted to stay where it is. I, I think it was funny for its time. I think oh it, yeah, it's it's much much of much of the '90s cartoons were perfect for the era they were in because there was uh-huh. a lot more that could be gotten away with uh, a lot more adult humor attached to him i don't think it yeah. would it would fit nowadays i think there's too much you know needing to be pc too many people get triggered over over anything uh yeah. you know it's it's a as i said you know it feels like you're walking on eggshells all the time because you feel like anything you fucking say will offend you know the mildest thing of a person so i just yeah. I, you know 90s cartoons were great because there wasn't a whole lot of that going on, and I think they live in that per that zone that that they worked for. I don't think they'll. You know, work I mean, I mean, I do agree with you that people look for reasons to start arguments and fights. Yeah. In anything, on the flip side, though, I'm actually happy that cartoons now has progressed to the the way it is, where it's not trying to sneak in as many adult jokes. Though, I granted, Rocco Rocco's Modern Life, best show, my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll agree with you there on some cases, Shane, but I'll disagree with you there on some cases because I I feel like cartoons have just gotten too dumb. I like, mean, certain like, yeah, ones. I think a majority of them have gotten really dumb or really bland. Well, you've also gotten older. I I know, I know. So there's the grumpy but, side of me. <laughs> well, like for instance, the other thing. Well, it's it's the fact that like like. The cartoons are made for kids, and if you watch a cartoon for kids, you'll see that it's for kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's the, the point. Like, at the same time, like, uh, cartoons that I think did it well as an adult for me to watch that were technically geared towards kids were Avatar The Last Airbender. Yep. yep. And I always say, if you watch the first season, at least the first half of that season, it is stupid kid shit. And then halfway through, they just turn... There's a turn in that show where they say, oh, yeah, we're talking about a hundred year war. Yeah. We should start getting serious. I mean, they. And, like, that show did it well, and Gravity Falls did it well. Yep. But I think also the other thing is we have adult shows like Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh And we have Rick and Morty, and we had Aqua Teen Hunter Force, which I hated, but we had that show. We have all these adult cartoons. Archer. Yeah, we have all these. uh, Yeah, Archer. All these adult cartoons, mm-hmm. all adult animations that we can absorb, so we don't need the bullshit. And at the same time, it's like, kids nowadays, 
don't have to take over the TV. You give them the tablet. Yeah. They watch Netflix on that, so you know the adult can watch something else. Yeah, the growth in technology has definitely changed. Kind so of how yeah, things have gone. It, yeah. So you don't really need the adult humor in it. That that's that's the point. That was the point of Bugs Bunny back in the day, and it was the point of of Animaniacs. Yeah. My dad was laughing at the shit that Yakko and Wacko and Dot were saying, and I was laughing at the stuff that they were doing. It was <laughs> that was the difference. Yeah. So. I mean, my point I was going to get to was yeah, I just like the way that instead of using, you know, more mature humor, try to sneak things in. Instead, of what they're doing is they're teaching kids real how to deal with real world problems sure. with shows there, like Steven Universe. That. Yeah. Which like that's positive. I, I, I can't say enough praise about Steven Universe just because I watch an episode and I look at it under a microscope and like, wow, they handled this really mature topic. In yeah, a way that I, a child could understand, but at the same time, someone my age looks at it and goes, "Wow, that was yeah. that was something." And also, I hear MLP does the same thing. It does. My Little Pony does the same thing. It does in the weirdest way, and it's well, yeah. I mean, if it gets the point across, it gets the point across. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that that's 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 the problem. Like, Steven Universe and My Little Pony and I think Phineas and Ferb only work on the level that they're at because they're for kids. Mm. Yeah, and I, and and an adult does not have to be their babysitting them to watch it. Right. So though the number one that's, age that's the other reason why anime watches can't a Steven work. Universe is twenty. <laughs> what I think the someone did a statistic and the average age of the person who watches Steven Universe mm. is uh-huh. people in their twenties because it's all people. Well, average the average. Well, people who I mean, I I'm I'm 31 and I watched the hell out of Gravity Falls when it was on. I loved that show. Oh, that yeah. show was great. And at the same time, like, how many adults watch My Little Pony? A lot. So, yeah, I mean, there there is a thing called BronyCon, and I think the average age there is probably in the 20s. No, it's it's a very interesting viewership. Yeah. So. I mean, just because it's four kids doesn't mean you have to be a kid to watch it, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's just it's like, you shouldn't rehash... Shouldn't rehash it. Don't rehash something because like you try to make money, if anything. Right. It's try- yeah, yeah. But it's also it's like, I know people like this who, you're watching a movie with it, with it, and something happens that's funny or amazing or whatever, and they literally repeat what just happened. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That that's kind of how I feel that this Animaniacs is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I can definitely go that direction. So it'll, not happy about it. It'll be a real shame if it does. Yeah, we'll see. What, we'll we'll have to keep an eye on it. Definitely. And uh, hopefully, some more news comes our way. Um, we'll probably be talking a lot of E three next week. Yeah. You know it's gonna happen. So. We're gonna sign off, and then literally we're all gonna look, and there's gonna be like this huge announcement that just happened. <laughs> I mean. This is this is how it works for us. That's always how it works. Yeah. All right, I think this is a good point to stop it. I would agree. Yeah, we're out. All right, thank you for listening. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Yes, please do that. You should be on YouTube. It is 2017. <laughs> okay, we're out. Later, deuces. Later, days. <laughs>